Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, where each week, Dr. Frank Domino, along with his guests, translates today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. Now, broadcasting from the University of Massachusetts Medical School in Worcester, Mass., your host, Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health, and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Nick is a 24-year-old on your schedule today. He sprained his ankle over the weekend while playing basketball. He's miserable with pain and has to travel for work. He wants something to, quote, help me get functioning fast, end quote. You want something that isn't going to lead to any problems, including opioid dependence. What do you do? Hi, this is Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. Joining me today is Alan Ehrlich, Associate Professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and Executive Editor at Dynamid. Alan, thanks for coming. Thanks, Frank. You know, Frank, that was a really interesting intro you had. This is a very typical patient, and it's obviously something we're all really concerned about because of the opioid uh, crisis. We certainly have one here in Massachusetts and in neighboring New Hampshire, and it's, it's really a nationwide problem. So really, what are the options for treating uh, Nick in a situation like this? Well, I think in the past, if Nick came into my office, I'd give him all the rec- recommendations we normally use for acutely sprained ankles. I'd make sure he didn't meet any of the criteria for the Ottawa rules, and if he didn't, I wouldn't get an x-ray. And I'd have him use a compression bandage, keep it elevated, ice or heat, whichever he preferred, and I'd probably prescribe an NSAID. Um, his case is somewhat compelling in that he needs to keep functioning. He's got to travel for work and he wants to feel better fast. And so I think I need to think uh, a little bit more broadly about what to do. In the past, uh, I'm certain if he went to uh, a variety of providers or an emergency department with his request, he might have walked out the door with 10 to 14 days of an opioid. Um, But maybe that's not necessary now. Yeah, I can certainly see a patient like this being given Tylenol number three or uh, uh, hydrocodone or something like that. But, um, you know, in terms of the effectiveness of various treatments, what does the data show? Well, there was a really wonderful paper published in the journal uh, JAMA uh, earlier this year that compared uh, an opioid plus acetaminophen to acetaminophen plus ibuprofen. And they were found to be equally effective. And they tried a variety of acetaminophen opioid combinations. They compared 1,000 milligrams of acetaminophen plus 400 milligrams of ibuprofen to um, acetaminophen plus hydrocodone or uh, codeine and found that they were, at two hours, equally effective at controlling pain. What was really wonderful was that the acetaminophen-ibuprofen combination had the fewest side effects and, although not statistically significant, had the best outcomes with regard to pain management. Now, this was a study done in the emergency department for acute extremity pain. So, um, this patient has an acute extremity pain and uh, it seems quite simple. Is there any danger or risk to this combination? Probably not. Acetaminophen 
at 1,000 milligrams taken four times a day is unlikely to cause uh, liver disease in a young person. Ibuprofen in someone without a history of a GI bleed or renal insufficiency, again, very low risk. Um, what this study did not show is how did this combination do over the course of three to five days while this patient's acutely uncomfortable. So really, there weren't any functional outcomes. It's just a question of acute pain relief that they were looking at? Yes, yes. It was mostly acute pain relief. So I'm not normally prescribed or advising patients to take both acetaminophen and ibuprofen. Typically, when I see a patient, I suggest to take one or the other, often based on comorbidities or their, their preferences. Uh, why did they think of giving both of them together? What was the logic there? Did they talk about that? They absolutely did. There's a long data set demonstrating that this combination is effective in a variety of settings. It's been found to be efficacious in emergency departments uh, in the past. It's very effective in children, both for pain management and for fever suppression. And in particular, when using for fever in children, alternating doses actually increases the risk of adverse events. You should be giving acetaminophen and ibuprofen together. There's great data that shows that it's highly effective in post-op pain, as effective as opioids, and it's even effective in chronic pain. We have systematic review data that shows it's effective both for post-op pain and for dental pain. So I think the combination of acetaminophen and ibuprofen together is something that's going to gain popularity because the synergy that occurs with the two of them seem to be very effective at pain control with very, very low risk of opioid dependence. Okay, so that sounds pretty good. But really, Frank, how much risk is there to a short course of opioids? Is that something that uh, we should be concerned about? Well, earlier this year, there was a wonderful paper that just looked at what the influence of a prescription of opioids could have on long-term dependence. And um, it's very interesting. If you give a patient one day's worth of oral opioids, the chance that they're going to be dependent upon those opioids at 12 months is 6%, or 1 in 15 people. Let me say, gee, Frank, one day of opioids, no big deal. If you give them a 10-day supply of opioids, the chance that they'll be dependent upon an opioid at uh, 12 months is 20%, or one in five people. So in my mind, uh, this study shows that we have the potential to prevent opioid dependence by just changing how we prescribe. That if you give a patient a 31-day of opioids, one in three people will be opioid dependent at one year. I think when we think about the opioid crisis, we as clinicians have to realize some of this uh, responsibility falls in our lap. And just like with antibiotics and their appropriate use, I think appropriate use of pain medication should be that we focus on what's the least likely to cause harm and then only add other agents if we absolutely have to. Wow, Frank, that data can be uh pretty scary when you think about some of those risks. That certainly ties in with uh, some of the legislation, such as we've had here in Massachusetts, where uh, physicians are limited in terms of how many days of opiates they can prescribe for a first prescription uh, to obviously try and prevent people from uh, becoming dependent. It's interesting. Since this paper's come out, I have used this combination in three patients in my office, and I realize that's just an N of three. It's a very small number, but not a single person called me back and said, hey, 
you know, I'm, I'm suffering, can you give me something more? I know personally when I've had fairly significant musculoskeletal surgery, I've used this combination instead of opioids because of some of the adverse effects they provide in me and have had absolutely perfect pain control. So I encourage our listeners to um, think a bit more when they see acute injury, treat um, with the medication that's equally effective and the least likely to do harm, and, um, and then only add on from there. You know, I think that makes a lot of sense, Frank. One of the things for me as a prescriber is the fact that I have to go into the prescription monitoring program every time I want to write a prescription for opioids for someone like Nick. And so having an option that's just as good that doesn't make me go through additional steps uh, is something that's very attractive. And I would hope that somewhere out there there's a uh, uh, some energetic uh, and open-minded uh, pharmaceutical company that might want to make this a simple combination that we can prescribe and, and not have to worry about getting two different bottles and, and combining it all. I could see this being a very effective next uh, generation of how we go about treating pain. Very interesting uh, data that you presented today, Frank. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Alan, for coming. Practice pointer. Acetaminophen at 1,000 milligrams combined with ibuprofen 400 milligrams is as effective as acetaminophen combined with opioids for the management of acute musculoskeletal pain. Join me next time when we discuss the new hypertensive guidelines recently published and somewhat controversial. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine brought to you by PrimeMed. For more information about the article referenced in today's episode, look under the resources section of the episode landing page. Need help reaching your CME credit goal this year? If so, please browse the more than 300 free CME accredited activities now available on primed.com. Thank you again for listening.